This episode contains traces of spoilers and swearing. If that offends you, put your listening device up your rectum. But if not, continue and have a nice day. How the fuck are you, Cosmic Crapsters? It's Moon June, and this is the Creepy Crap Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the themes I'm doing every month now, because I'm sticking with them like shit to me shoe. So that's what's happening. But yes, it's Moon June. This is the Creepy Crap Podcast, and my name's Daniel Craig, and I've got a lovely choice for you this week. We've got a movie called Inseminoids. So you want to know what that's about? Well, you're never going to hear about it, because I changed my mind. I started it. I even recorded about half an hour worth, and I'm just like, fuck off. Get fucked. It was good me too many flashbacks to that shitty Manborg movie. It was like, which wasn't horror at all. It's like, oh, there's a monster in it. Yeah, yeah, that's technically horror, maybe, but I mean, it's too sci-fi, it's too old and shitty, boring, it's just crap. So I'm not watching that. I've got another one. I've got another one who's going to take its place. Who's up there, you say? Well, I'll tell you who's up there. It's Hobgoblins. It's the Gremlin, Ghoulies, Critters uh, ripoff. If you can't afford one of those three, you get Hobgoblins. And let me tell you all about Hobgoblins. It's a 2.3 out of 10 from internet movie database it's from 1988 and it goes for 88 minutes and i'll read you the bio a group of hobgoblins who allow you to live out your fantasies but kill you in the process escape from a studio vault and a security guard and his friends must stop them before dawn oh wow that sounds kind of interesting a lot better than inseminoids i'm sure so let's watch hobgoblin and let's chuck fucking inseminoid in the bin get fucked you're out of here hobgoblin it's your time to shine don't let me down motherfucker Fucker. I'm gonna hurt you real good. Okay, so we're almost at the nine minute mark of knob go- uh, Hobgoblins, and not much has really happened. They're like two security guards at night time, and they're like guarding some old studio that used to be good, but now it's not. The young guy is like playing the drums that wants to be in a band or some bullshit. He goes into a room and he's like, whoa, we don't get to see what it is. And then like the boss is on the old guy's ass about like, how's the new guy? He's like, yeah, he's all right. He's a little bit of a punk though and all this sort of shit. But yeah, the young guy is walking into the room. You don't get to see what it is. And then all of a sudden there's a huge stage and he's like, holy shit. And he's up there and he's like kind of like pretending he's like the lead singer of the band or whatever. There's no one else there. And then the next scene, it's just like, oh, and falls off the stage and he's dead. He's just dead on the ground. And the old security guard sort of finds him. He's like, as if like, oh, not again. And then just walks away. And then he goes, Hobgoblins. And that's what's announced doing the title sequence and the cast and all that sort of shit. So that's all we've seen so far. So it's kind of like what it said. It's like, I guess his dream was to become a big rock star. And then he got it, but it came at the cost of dying and he barely got it. It was like he literally got a stage with some instruments and then he died. So, I mean, he didn't get a huge experience. He just basically was like, hey, here's a couple musical instruments. Uh, You're dead. So that's all we've seen so far. So let's keep going with Hobgoblins. Okay, so it's about the 25 minute mark now and what happened earlier, the guard died, they replaced it with another new guy, he's young and keen and all this sort of stuff. The old guy knows there's something going on at this old studio, but his old boss doesn't and he's just like, how do you keep getting new people all the time? Why do these people keep quitting? And he's not telling them that they've actually died or anything like that. But yeah, the new guy is there, he's got some prude-ass girlfriend who doesn't want to do anything and he's got some other friends and one just came back from the army and his girlfriend's all sort of slutty and then he's got this other friend who's calling like a porno line on his phone all the time. 
so he's getting these huge bills and he won't say it's him basically he came back from the thing he goes hey you want to see some hand-to-hand combat and all this sort of shit and he goes yeah and then it just leads to this fucking five minute scene of them fighting with rakes and it's going ching 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 every t- every single time they do it the music makes this sound and it's just like oh fucking hell hurry up and then he finally just pokes him in the stomach he's like oh asking the old guard like later on when he's working he's like how do i impress my girlfriend my friend came back from the army and he did all this stuff that i didn't know it's like obviously he did training he didn't do shit why obviously he'd be more impressive to you he's uh, wondering how he can impress his girlfriend he doesn't want to do shit he's wicked dude mate dump her mate she shit move on forget about her but no he wants to impress her and the guard's like well you gotta do blah 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 and all this sort of shit he goes let me tell you a story he's always giving fucking stories away and it's like shut up you're boring he's like i've been here for 30 years this studio for some reason has been shut for 30 years but they're still guarding it and it looks very clean and perfect still so i'm like has it been around for 30 years it seems a pretty good condition still but anyway there was a guy some guy tried to rob them or some shit like that he grabbed the gun that was just there in case of emergency shot it in the air and the robber guy or whatever the fuck he was doing ran off and now they're like oh shit he's in the vault and the old guy's like don't go in the vault and then like that's where the security guard's heading and now the old guy's running towards him and that's pretty much all that's happened but yeah he thinks the robber is somewhere in this studio still probably in the vault thinking it's full of money or some bullshit why would it it's a studio why would it be full of money it's not a bank but anyway they've gone there that's what's happened so he's trying to get him away from the vault he thinks the other guy's in the vault and a whole bunch of shit's about to happen and let's find out exactly what that shit is okay so it's the 35 minute mark now and as the young guard's gone to open this vault the old guy's yelling don't don't he's turned around the thing inside the vault has run off turns out what they are with these little cat monstery creatures they're riding like a fucking golf cart outside now and they're like we're free <laughs> and they're making this weird growling it sounds like a dog or something like that and there's just about six or seven of them on a golf cart they're so small and shitty it's just like oh my god it's like yeah it's definitely like a discount gremlins sort of movie or some shit like that running off into the fucking nightlight i mean it's a golf card i mean you could probably run up to it but the old guy just stops and does another fucking story and he's like oh yeah 30 years ago i'm in the car park and then this like spaceship lands and they come out but they're so cute but then i didn't realize their power i at first i thought it was just nice they were providing people their dreams but it came at a cost their lives and then slowly over time they started killing everyone on the lot in the studio and all this sort of stuff and it's like why for 30 years did they not go anywhere else they come to earth and the first thing they do is land in a car park and then they're like well this will do let's live in a fucking vault for 30 years because this old guy put us in here it's like get out of the vault do whatever you want what the fuck they're attracted to bright lights so at night time they can only go to where it's really bright that sort of thing but if it comes like the dawn breaks and all that sort of stuff and the sun comes up then they're free to do whatever the hell they want and then they can go anywhere i, I don't really understand they're not allergic to the dark or the sun or anything it's just that like i guess they can infect everyone when it's bright because it's only certain people who are near lights at the time that's when their powers work it's really hard to understand what the fuck the point of this is it taps into their brains gives them their wildest dreams but then kills him and now he's got till like the morning to kill these six or seven things so they sound easy enough to kill they're just going to be hard to catch and you've got to find them and if people are acting weird that's how you know they're nearby but if you kill them the person's safe and i don't know that's all we know so far so we've got an hour left let's keep going but at least some shit's starting to happen now much better than that other fucking movie i was going to watch Okay, we're almost 40 minutes in now, and out of all the houses in the world, you happen to find mine. 
the four hobgoblins have just shown up at like the young security guard guy's friend's house and there's three of them just dancing in the living room to like some 80s music and it's like really embarrassing the dance moves are so shit and they're like join in and she's like nah like the girlfriend of the security guard guy just is not getting into anything but she's like trying at least but it's just really shitty and then they hear the horn of like Nick I think his name is the army guy and they run outside and the chick's like where is he I know that horn anywhere and she like lifts the skirt up she's like oh my god she goes don't wait for me I'm gonna be a while as if like anytime he honks I'm gonna go give him sex or something like that so she runs outside and no one's there and it's like for some reason the hobgoblin had the exact same horn it's like how would you know that guy why are you doing this to lure out it's so strange that you know unless you knew what he likes or something like that like she was tapping in the brain I, I don't really get how it did it but anyway she runs outside she goes a friend comes out the boring one gives her a jacket she's like piss off I'm waiting for him it's like he's trying to probably look for a place to park she's like why wouldn't he just park out the front she's like shut up maybe the police chased him off or something like that and then what she's waiting and the friend goes inside she gets attacked by a hobgoblin she's like holy shit and they have a little fight she grabs like a hoe or something like some garden tool off the lawn starts hitting it and every time she fucking hits it like before with the rake fight it's like a fucking like synthesizer sound like every single time you're like we get it we get it the first time you're hitting it you don't have to make a sound effect every single time you do it but then she sort of fights off she's a bit teared up with the clothes and all that runs back inside and they're like whoa whoa couldn't nick wait and then they're like that and then suddenly the rest of the hobgoblins come in there and the three of them are fighting him off it's really embarrassing really pathetic he's like hidden one with a pillow they're doing shit all they're very small they're very easy to fight off they have no powers by the look of it and they're just fighting around on the floor and then nick gets up and he's like whoa what's this freaky dance looks kinky nick and they're like holy shit he sees him and they start running off and then they like close the door off but they can't close the door properly because they're in the doorway but they're like right at the top it's like they can they cannot reach the door handle how the hell are they at the top and then they open the door and then they're back at the bottom and it's just nothing's really consistent but they're like getting attacked and then like they're randomly just attacking these guys even though like there's a million people in the world and the light wasn't that bright I don't get how they ended up here but I don't know that's what we've seen so far so they're at the hobgoblins around attacking people randomly they're not winning or killing anyone at this point they're not doing the fantasy thing I don't really get what they're doing they're not consistent with what they were doing before I don't know they're out and about and these guys are here and I'm sure they're going to meet up with the security guard and the old guy and I don't know let's keep going let's see what happens okay so it's 51 minutes now and Kyle the one who's like the nerdy guy who I thought was kind of gay but I don't know it's hard to tell he's the one who's been making phone calls constantly to like a porn line and racking up like hundreds of dollars of bills on the guy's fucking phone he's there and he rings up again like in the middle of all this like the the fucking hobgoblins attack and these guys are just sitting there and he's like oh I gotta ring my girlfriend they're like yeah we haven't seen her yet we don't think she's real anyway I gotta make a phone call and as he's doing it the hobgoblin pops up and then makes the thing and she's like why don't you just hang up and see me outside because save your money or whatever and he goes outside and she's there Fantasia or whatever her name is and she's like let's go to Reputation Point or some sort of place like that and then they go where's that and then he sees him go off in the car and he's like where's Reputation Point and his girlfriend the boring one's like what doesn't even answer him and then the slutty one's like well you gotta take it left at the end of the street and then you go up the hill and uh, oh uh, from from what I've heard so Kyle's going up there in the car she's talking to him it's so like corny and shitty he's like do you kiss on a first date she goes I go all the way on a first date and he goes oh my god I hope you cook and all that he's like have we got time to stop and get pop rocks and whipped cream she's like no let's just keep driving and then to get there and like park here no 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 park all the way to the end is the best way you only go all the way if you're at the edge and there's a fucking sign that says all the way 
And the Hobgoblin's watching from like the sidelines because the girl's not real. It's just a figment sort of thing. And he's doing all this shit. She's like, no, wait in the car. And he's like, oh my God, I can't wait to do this. This is so good and all this sort of shit. And she starts trying to push the car. And then the security guard guy sort of shows up and he's like, no. And he tries to hit her and like, it's the fakest acting. And she grabs his hand and is like, pushes him away. And then he sees a Hobgoblin over to the side in the light. And he's like, oh. And then he hits him with like a rake or some bullshit, whatever he's holding. And then it stops. And then she disappears. And he's like, oh, it's all a vision. And he gets him out of the car. He's like, it wasn't real. He's like, no, no, she's real. She's real. She's just shy. And then he's like, no, she was trying to kill you. It's not real. It's figment of your imagination. And then like the car falls down the cliff anyway. And then it catches on fire, blows up and all that sort of shit. And he's like, yeah, I guess you were right. And then they walk off. And that's all that's happened so far. So that was the first one of the friends tried to get killed, I guess, if you don't count the girl from earlier. But yeah, it's just fucking weird. Like they are attacking their thing. And they're like, do not fantasize. Whatever you do, do not fantasize and all that sort of shit. So I don't know. Let's see what they they do for the next half an hour or some shit like that. But I'm not 100% sure if that hobgoblin was killed now. Like it seems like they die quite easy and there's not many of them. So I mean, it's not going to take too long to clear them out if this is all you have to do to get rid of them. So I don't know. Let's keep going. It's an hour and nine minutes now. And this is one of those movies where the friends don't seem like they're actually friends. They're just together for the sake of it. Like all the dialogue is either like negative against another one or like, shut up, you don't know shit. Or like, you know, all these weird sort of like, like sassy comments but they're just kind of like they fall flat no one laughs at each other and they're just it's like are you friends why are you even hanging out they've come back after that Kyle guy almost like fell off a cliff and shit like that and the boring girlfriend looked at some magazine advert and it says like the scum club or something like that only for low lifes and all this shit and then she disappears and they're like where are they and then she goes to the club and as they're walking in they're like let's give away our wallets to one of us so like they're safe and then like instantly the nerdy guy gets him and then he gets robbed and they have no money and they go in there anyway and then they're like, yeah, you're not coming in. You're not our sort of people. And then they see like the slutty girl who's called Daphne. And they're like, oh, Daphne. And the guy's like, the bouncer guy is in charge of the club, I guess. It's called Road Rash. Daphne, your friends are Daphne. You can come in. And they sit there and it's like, it looks like it's this busy club. But then it's just kind of like a fucking like an RSL club or something like that. Just a bunch of tables. There's hardly anything. And this guy kind of looks like a, a discount Vincent Price or John Waters or something. He's like, welcome to the club tonight. We got a great show. We got wet t-shirts, donkey wrestling and all this sort of like weird shit and it's like he kind of looks like a ventriloquist dummy the way he looks and then he's there and all of a sudden the band plays and dead set it plays for the full song they're singing a song it goes for about four minutes or something like that and it's just watching them sit there nothing happens nothing builds up whatsoever it's just this random fucking band scene and just to lead up to this part it's like they just had to fill a couple of minutes in with the show like oh well you could do a song and then we'll get to the next part and it gets to this and it's just like the fucking boring girl called Amy and next up is Amy Sincere and then she comes up and she's doing like some sort of burlesque strip tease thing but like all she really does is take off like one like her gloves or something like that doesn't really do anything and Road Rash is there and he's like catching the glove and then he's like oh and everything she does it's like him like I thought like the Hobgoblin was maybe like this was his fantasy somehow he's in the fucking movie and everything she does he's like you know like biting he's like oh and then the nerdy guy is talking to like a waitress and she's touching him and he's like his eyes are rolling in the back of his head and he's doing the weirdest shit and it's just to the side like it's not the focus at all but if you focus on him for a bit you're like what the fuck is this idiot doing he's so fucking weird it's like do you like girls you're acting like you've never been touched and you just don't know how to react when you've been touched like she's literally just got his hand in like a shot on his shoulder or something like that and he's fucking going so weird like if you focus on that for a sec but yeah she's doing this strip tease doesn't really work and then she kind of just runs off and then her boyfriend's going fucking nuts like this is bullshit and all that and the dialogue is so bad and road rash just pushes him down he's like hey i'm not into the number three sit down get away from me and then she just kind of runs off but it's hard to tell what's happening exactly if a 
just like, and then like the army Nick guy is there and then his commander shows up and he's like, we've got to command a fucking diversion and all this stuff and gives him a whole bunch of guns and grenades and all this sort of shit. And it's like, I think it's Nick's fantasy, but the rest of it is happening. It's hard to tell. Like the hobgoblins are there. You can hear them, but we haven't seen them yet. And this thing has been going on for like 20 minutes or something. And it's just, I don't really understand what's happening now. It's a whole bunch of shit happening in this fucking club. And I don't know, it's all over the place, but I don't know, there's about 15 minutes left. So I'm curious to see how this fucking weird ass movie ends. Okay, so it's an hour and 18 minutes now. And what has happened? Like all the stuff that happened in the club, the Amy Sincere thing and all that was just Road Rash's fantasy somehow. Nick's having all these war fantasies, throwing grenades around. His commander's there trying to get Daphne to entertain the troops, which actually just turned out to be like a truckload of soldiers in the back. She's like, if you start now, you should be finished by the morning. She's like, oh no, get away from me, you fucking weirdo. And he's like, come on, please. And all this sort of stuff. So Nick's throwing grenades around. All this shit's happening. Road Rash gets like beaten up and then he snaps out of his fantasy. Amy wakes up and she's like, why am I dressed like some sort of rock video slut? I don't understand it. But she kind of liked the attention she mentions later, which means like she's cooler now, but her boyfriend's uptight and he's like, well, we won't have any of that. Thank you very much. And they're all there. So a bunch of them die. Nick dies. So the main four are still there. They got in the van. They're heading back to the studio, which does make a lot of sense because there's hobgoblins in the car, but I don't think they know they're there. So it's like, why are you heading back to the studio? And meanwhile, at the studio, the old guy's talking to the boss and he's like, do you remember 30 years ago, I told you about the creatures? And he goes, oh, the hobgoblins. He's like, oh yes, I'm really glad you remember. He goes, I remember because it's fucking nonsense. This is ridiculous. He's like, where's the young guy that you hired? And he's like, oh, I sent him off to chase them down. He's like, if there's no one here, we don't have anyone to be insured for and all that sort of stuff. If someone robs us, we're gone. And all he talks about is his fucking insurance and all this sort of crap. I'm like, it's an old studio. Who's robbing anything? You just got like old artifacts that you have to look after here. I don't understand why there's so many people here and he's like shows up and stays all night. I'm like, you have nothing to do. It's 30 years this place has been shut. This place is redundant. Work from home or some shit. Check in once a week or some shit. I don't understand. The guards make sense just to protect it. But other than that, I don't get why this old guy is here every day. So the gang are going back to the studio. It doesn't make a whole sense why they are, but I'm sure maybe it'll get explained or something. I don't know. There's like four or five minutes left of the movies. I'm very curious to see how this fucking thing ends because at this point it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I don't know. Hopefully it'll get explained to me. We'll find out. Okay, the movie's over now and it's like... (laughs) Like, the ending was so ridiculous. It's like, they get back there, the whole goblins just pop out and then just run back to the vault. They barely show them again. They have like one fight sequence before. The guy from earlier, the robber or whatever it was, pops up. He has a fight. He goes, I'm going to make you proud, Amy. The guy's name's Kevin, I finally found out. I've done the whole movie without knowing his name. The security guard is called Kevin. But yeah, he has this big fight. It's ridiculous. And then like, he's about to get killed. And then the old security guard shoots one of the hobgoblins and then he disappears. And he's like, oh, it was a dream. It's like, obviously is a dream why would he be waiting for you to randomly show up like it doesn't make any sense and then like the hobgoblins are there and they're like wait we can't close the vault you're like why didn't you just close the vault lock the door for fuck's sake it's like they could get out again i'm like you want to leave the door open though that's the safest option that doesn't make any sense i've got another idea he's like kevin did i ever tell you what i did in the war like another story and he's like what munitions and then he just presses a little fucking trigger and boof the whole fucking top four blows up and he's like oh he's he's killed the hobgoblins with explosives that he's wired up before for some reason that he assumed they were coming back or he's had him there forever just in case or some shit he's blown them up they're safe and then he rings up the fucking boss it's called Comstock which is like seems like it's very odd name oh yes sir there's been a fire in the um, vault there's been an explosion he's like it's smolding he's like we'll be lucky then he's like no because you fired me earlier and he's like the insurance what the hell and he goes oh sorry sir and it's like the ultimate like after 30 years of being loyal to him and he's like you fired him he's like fuck you (laughs) I blew up your fucking thing and you're gonna get no money you're not gonna see penny one bitch and then as he's fucking about to put the fire down he's like Carl's like hey uh can I 
borrow that phone? And it's like, oh, that's how it ends, as if, like, I'm going to ring up those porn lines again. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Oh, and before that happened, the Amy girl, who looks basically like Freddie Mercury from the I Want to Break Free video, she's like, doesn't look very girly anymore, but she's all slutty and liberated and all this sort of stuff now. And she's like, whispers in his ear, he's like, what, now? And she's like, yeah. Kyle's about to hook up with Daphne, and she's like, oh my God, I've always wanted a guy. I'm going to show you so many things. And he's like, excellent. Nick shows up on crutches. He's all burnt. And babe. And she's like, Nick. And then they go, mm-mm-mm. And they like thrust the like fucking hips at each other. You know what I'm thinking? And they're like, then. And then they go in the car. And as this like other bits finishing up, like with the phone call and all that, you can just hear the van going, everything they do. Every time someone kisses, anything they do, there's a sound effect. And it's just so ridiculous. That's basically how it is. So the Hobgoblins all got fucking blown up and killed. They're out of this thing. There was no random one at the end showing up. No one in the main cast died. All the main people are still there. Nick came back, so he didn't die. So everyone's still around. Only the Hobgoblins died, really. Anyone who died at that bar, I think, wasn't real. It was just a vision. So, yeah, the Hobgoblins should have just stayed in that fucking vault and they would have lived and there would have been no movie, obviously, but they stayed in there and they ran back at the end. They were like, this is our home. And then they died anyway. It was like, fuck, what was the whole point? You should have stayed there. You've lived there for 30 years, living off nothing, apparently. You don't need food or anything else. It's like, you should have stayed there and you would have lived and all this, but you wanted to see the world. You fucked with the wrong people, I guess, and then you got killed. You only met one group of people and died and then came back. It was like, what a fucking waste of time like all that 30 years to escape just to fucking die you should have stayed there and just fucked around with everyone who came in there you were going better with what you were doing if it ain't broke don't fix it motherfuckers hobgoblins got out there they got greedy and died you know that's a lesson for them to well i guess they won't pass it on but if there is the second one you know maybe they'll learn from their mistakes and go bigger and better and, and try and live longer than one night perhaps maybe like go for two or a week or something like that i don't know it's up to them but to summarize hobgoblins i keep saying it wrong it's hobgoblins i i cannot say the word but i'm saying goblins i think it's fucking who cares i'm never gonna have to say it again if fuck off i'll leave this in i don't give a shit to summarize the movie it's basically like you're looking at like a beef burger and all that sort of stuff you look at a beef burger as if it's like gremlins or something like that but hobgoblins is like the vegan alternative where it looks like you're going to get a nice juicy beef burger but it's kind of like it lacks the the goodness of the real thing it kind of has the essence of like critters ghoulies you know gremlins all that sort of stuff but it's not it, it's got the essence of one it's got the vibe of one it's like a like it looks like it but it isn't that's basically the best way i could describe it if the makes sense it's like if there was a mount rushmore for 80s early 90s cheesy crappy monster movies from space type thing where it's like there's already gremlins ghoulies and critters this might get the fourth spot but like please hit me up if i've like forgotten one that's like an obvious choice i could not think of another one it's like the red-headed stepchild yes we needed four we just need enough people on the team or some shit i don't know i'm running out of metaphors if there was a fourth one i think hobgoblins might get the call but you know it's kind of only because by default there wasn't enough of the other ones are like well we've got the three main ones and uh yeah, I guess you're the closest thing we have to the fourth. So up you get, you've just made it, but you know, we don't consider you the same as the rest. You're there, but it's only because you're very similar. That's all. But the 2.3 out of 10 seems very harsh because, I mean, for a 90-minute movie, it was pretty entertaining, even though it was stupid and shitty, and there's a lot of weird stuff that happens that kind of makes it fun to watch. 2.3 seems a bit low, but if I do have to rate it my own rating, I would give it four creepy crap piles of crap out of 10. So that's a little rating thing I uh, got suggested by a little listener called Ben from Extreme Horror Replay. Shout out to Ben from Extreme Horror Replay. I will be appearing on one of his episodes very shortly. So there's a little shout out out to him i hope you're listening ben and um yeah if you haven't heard of the extreme horror replay check him out big ben you're a legend mate creepy crap chris is just for you 
Oh, Benny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Okay, and if you want to check me out, you can get me on Instagram at the Creepy Crap Podcast. You can follow me there, like my stuff if you like, or you can send me a movie suggestion or answer my question from earlier if there was another movie like this I had forgotten that should have been on the Mount Rushmore, or send a movie I should watch, and if I uh, decide I want to watch it, I will uh, give you a shout-out for suggesting it. So that's the Creepy Crap Podcast on Instagram, and that's all. I don't have Twitter anymore. You can get fucked, mate. I ain't using Twitter. Go fuck yourself. But yeah, just Instagram, the Creepy Crap Podcast. My name is Daniel Craig. Thank you so much for listening to the Creepy Crap Podcast. This is episode 35. It was Hobgoblins. Goblins. Fuck's sake. I never want to say that word ever again. It was from 1988. And yes, this was the fourth movie of Moon June. Very loosely related to space, but they were from space. So, you know, goes with the theme and all that in it. So that was the fourth movie of Moon June. Episode 35 of the Creepy Crap Podcast hosted by Daniel Craig. Me. So thank you so much for listening, all you creepy crapsters. And for this month, you are a cosmic crapster. So much love. Keep yourselves creepy and keep yourself crappy. Crappy later. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time. No touchdown brings me round again to find I'm not the man. I think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man.